G'day and welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Message podcast, where we want to help you leverage the 167 hours beyond the message or beyond Sunday, in fact, to help grow your faith. And today we have a very exciting episode. We just turned five as a church. Beyond celebrated this milestone uh, on Sunday previously before this episode comes out. And today we're actually going to take a look behind the scenes of how the organization of Beyond works. If you want to see the video podcast for this week, check out our social media. If you want to find out more about our church, go to that social media, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, or our website, and I'm sure you'll find lots there. But apart from that, enjoy the conversation that I have um, with our pastor, with our founding kind of church planter here at Beyond, Chris Podlick, as we um, give you an insight onto what our organization looks like. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Well, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Message podcast. And today, uh, it's very exciting, Chris. We turn five. Uh, We're recording we on the Sunday of our fifth birthday, and it is a huge milestone. Um, so today, the, the podcast is going to look a bit different. If you're watching this, it does already look different. We're, we're putting this in a video format. I did my hair, especially uh, for the I show. Chris, yeah. what's that snapback you've got going on there? I, uh, That's a I put my party effort. cap on for this um, for this one. It's a, uh, it's a whoops, it's a Chicago Bulls party cap. So if you've only been a part of Beyond, well, so if you've been a part of Beyond for five years, you'll know that Chris loves to wear a Chicago Bulls snap cap, snapback. Sorry, is it snapback? Yeah, snapback. And if you've been a part of Beyond for five minutes, you'll know that Beyond that Chris loves to wear a Chicago Bulls snapback. It's a, it's a staple to the wardrobe. In fact, we went running the other day and Chris has an exercise hat, just a, a regular cap, Chicago Bulls. Mm, um, yeah. It is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, but this podcast, we think it's really special. We've been going for a couple of months now and it was born out of the isolation time with the goal of helping you to really win in those 167 hours beyond, um, beyond message or beyond Sunday. We don't think Sunday um, is the only time we can actually grow our faith, especially when, when Sunday is out, out of the window. We've got Beyond at Home. We've got no gatherings at the moment. And so we really think there's so many different opportunities throughout the week for, to help you grow your faith. And so that is why this podcast exists. So if you're a first-time listener or a first-time watcher, uh, we're so glad that you could be here today to, to experience this with us as we celebrate our fifth birthday. So before we get going into it, um, Chris, if you could introduce yourself, I'll introduce myself after just to give mm. everyone an idea of who we are. Yeah, well, I am, um, I'm Chris and uh, I love coffee. I'm drinking a, um, I'm pretty sure it's a nice, nice Ethiopian from, Ethiopian. Uh, yeah, from Told You So Single O. There you and, go. Um, I better not sip it while I'm introducing myself. Um, love, uh, love, but married to, um, my wife, Emma, I love her. Uh, but I also love, uh, the Brisbane Broncos and Arsenal football club. That's like my jam. And I'm very, very excited that the premier league is back this Thursday morning. And, so by the time uh, this is airing, it'll almost be back sooner. Yeah. This will come out when it'll Wednesday. be within 24 hours of it coming back when this goes live. And, uh, yeah, I, um, the uh, pastor at uh, Beyond Church. So, and you have been for five years. The 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 founding. I've just do you, do you cross the threshold to founding pastor at five years? Is that do you get a different title? You're just the pastor. 
I don't know. I'm just a dude, man. Just a dude. Just, whatever. Yeah. Like dude. titles, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. You're the founding hero the, of Beyond. No. Not hero <laughs> in any way, shape or form. Oh, that's great. Well, you gave yourself a, a very big intro um, in terms of just your likes and dislikes. Um, yeah. My name's Lockie. What do Lockie. you like, Lockie? Um, well, if we only, we'll start with sport. Massive AFL fan. I go for the Geelong Cats. They celebrated a big win. First one back um, okay. for a little while. Um, I... Yeah, uh, I like my family and I don't like stick insects much. I just had a really traumatic experience with them. Um, Wow. And at Beyond, I'm the groups director, which is great. Um, Look after all things connect groups and we're going into some new things with how we look at um, how we bring people into our church, how we um, teach people what faith is. And I guess this podcast is all really part of that in terms of equipping people to, to better live out their faith every day. Um, that's pr- really what I'm passionate about and uh, get the privilege of hosting this podcast every week. So we, we, we put this out every week. Uh, we interview the, the person who did the message and we really take you behind the scenes. So if this is your first time, thanks for, for tuning in. We really hope you get some value out of this one, but also every week after this. Um, so this, this episode, normally we ask four questions of the four Monday, but we're kind of asking four questions about beyond. We're going to cover... Uh, what makes Beyond different. We're going to cover the exciting moments in the history of Beyond. We're going to talk about the message and the season that we're entering into. It's a real kind of base level episode and we're really excited. So Chris, our first question, um, what makes Beyond a different and special place? And I know before you answer, I, I just want to make, you know, make it very clear that we're not saying, hey, we've got the best music and the best lights and all that kind of stuff. I think there's fundamental things about Beyond that makes it a different and special place that really drew me in. I've only been here for about 18 months of this five year journey, but I looked at beyond from a distance for a while and I thought, wow, that place is, is very special. And I think it's to do with a lot of stuff in the background. So Chris, if you could just talk about the different nature and the special place that we've got at beyond. Yeah. Well, I think the reason that we're special is because of, of all the leaders and all the people that make it up. Like that's first and foremost is that all those, Oh, and there are some of them on that. Some mug. of them, just, so a, just a little handful of. If our you're leaders. listening to the audio version, you can't see this, but Lockie has <laughs> this incredible mug with like heads of. Is that your Connect Group? Yeah, Connect Group from last year. But some awesome leaders now. Um, all yes. of them are just incredible leaders at the church now. So yeah, first and foremost, it's it's the people. Um, but it's really um, there. There are lots of great people in lots of different organisations and churches. But for me, it's it's what we rally around and what. Um, what unites us as opposed to the things we don't have in common. Cause I think a lot of us don't have a lot of things in common and have different views on a lot of topics, but there's one thing that we really kind of come around and we're all on the same page on. And that's, um, that's really our mission and our vision and, and how we want to lead people. And before I kind of get into that, I think it's really important right from the outset um, to say that uh that this is not a, you know, the reason that we're different, we're not saying like, oh, we're better from other, uh, than other churches yeah. or we dislike other churches. That's not it at all. Uh, love the local church. Are so for uh, all the great churches, not just in this region in North Lakes, but all around the country. And, um, you know, like I actually host a podcast with another one of our communicators, Riley, called the Aussie Church Leaders Podcast, where we are all about resourcing leaders in the local church. So, not against not saying that we're better, just saying that, Hey, we're, we're a little bit different. And mm. that's, um, that's pretty noticeable 
whenever you come into one of our environments. And so uh, one of the things, if you look across Australia is that church attendance is declining really like quite significantly. Um, so to me, that highlights that the church is not doing a good job of fulfilling its mission. Like it's not a place that people who don't know about Jesus want to come. It's not a place they feel uh, able to come. And so for us, our mission is pretty much the same as a lot of churches. We want to go beyond church and lead people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus. But our vision is what kind of sets us apart and makes us a little bit unique. Uh, and it's to create churches that unchurched people love to attend. Um, well, and, sorry, and, create a church that unchurched people love to attend. And <clears throat> unchurched people, what, what is that? Yeah, so that's someone who maybe didn't grow up in faith, um, uh, wouldn't say that they're a follower of Jesus, someone who would say, you know what, I'm curious, I've got questions, but I just don't know where to, to get my questions answered. Maybe someone who went to church when they were little, but then has walked away for a long, long time. And now they would definitely mm. say like, I don't know what I believe, not sure what I believe. Used to, might be some benefits, but don't know Christmas where to get Easter, those questions. Answered. I turned up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So for us, we want to create a, um, again, I want to be deliberate. Like we, kind of clarify some things if people are listening for the first time um we we're not creating a church for unchurched people like that would be an atheist church that just yeah. doesn't make sense or we just launch a pub or something like that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> much better ways to go about that we still want to create a church um but we want to create one they love to attend and and the whole where this links back to our mission the idea that we want to go beyond church is because we don't want to create an event that unchurched people love to attend. Cause I think when people think church, they think, Oh, the event on a Sunday, the hour, we're not trying to create that. We want to create an actual church, a, a movement, a group of people that unchurched people would be drawn to, would be mm. gravitated towards. And they would love coming back and engaging mm. our local community. That's incredible. Cause I would say the best things that happen at beyond aren't on a Sunday. Like, we love Sunday and we love that we get to gather and we get to see everyone. And especially in this COVID season, when we've been kind of deprived of the opportunity to be together, we miss it like 100%. We miss everyone and we just want to give everyone a big hug. But the, the big, the big thing that happens, I think is um, through the way that we see church is that the big moments happen in small conversations. The big moments happen around the kitchen table in our house where those conversations about life and faith really come out. And we have great leaders who just want to get to know people and, and point people to Jesus and to know Jesus. Um, so that's, that's, I guess, my take on kind of what this whole beyond church thing is. Yeah. And so um, to kind of give people who are listening or watching like a glimpse underneath the hood of beyond, uh, we're very deliberate and we say that, um, and it's no secret that uh, if you want to become a fully devoted follower of Jesus, uh, we think the best place for that to occur is actually in a group environment. And we say all the time, circles are better than rows because because um, rows don't know. Like you sit shoulder to shoulder with someone, you can't know someone when you're sitting shoulder to shoulder. It's when you come face to face that you get to know someone. And so we make no um, secret of that, that mm -hmm. we think the best place that you should end up is in a group. Um, and so then really everything that we do is geared around how do we help people take steps towards getting in a group? And so we'll have three main areas where we call them our front door, our living room, and then fridge privileges. And so our fridge privileges, that's your, that's your connect groups. Mm. That's where you kind of like, you know, everything you, you, kind you of rock get into beyond. someone's house and you go straight to the fridge, you know, those people. bang easy. And, and so we want to, we want to make it as easy as possible 
for people who don't know Jesus to be able to firstly see our front door, understand who we are, but then also navigate their way mm. to fridge privileges should they want to. Um, and we want to r- remove as many barriers as possible so that anyone who wants to can get access to, f- to what we would call fridge privileges mm. um, at Beyond, where they can come in, open the fridge, and then go, oh, here's how I serve. Here's how I invite my friends. Here's where I do that. So um, all of our environments are very deliberately a step to help someone move towards a group. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. So that's, in a way, you'd say that's what makes Beyond a different and special place. And churches that are all around Australia, all around our neighborhood are doing the same thing. We just feel like we want to do it in Griffin. You know, we want to do it where we are and, and we feel a real call and a pull to do that where we are. Yeah, and I think as well, you know, this is me being a little a little blunt, but the data doesn't lie. The data says that people are walking away from church, mm. which means that... Uh, Churches are not great places for unchurched people to be able to explore or to be able to ask questions about their faith. And when you look at the life of Jesus, which I think is um, what churches should be modeling their way of um, discipleship on is when you look at the life of Jesus, people who were nothing like Jesus liked Jesus and he liked them back. But unfortunately what we see at the moment in the world is that um, a lot of people who aren't like Jesus don't like church people don't Mm. like his followers Uh, and so i think the church has a long way to go to reclaim that but i think that we need to start making steps and i think if we want to be like jesus then our churches should be places that people who don't look like us think like us act like us behave like us believe like us should be places they want to come to and feel safe doing so well that's really special and if you're a church leader in another context we hope that um we can empower you to start to see that if that's, you know, we, this is the call. This is the, the call to church. The call to, to leaders within the church is to make Jesus accessible. And um, we bless you in that journey. We think it's so good. So Chris, changing gears a little bit. Uh, you said that in the message that Beyond was started over a cup of coffee. And yep. I find that incredibly easy to believe. I've seen you have many cup of co- cups of coffee. Um, you've probably, you, you've, do you think you'd be the uh, the told you so number one ticket holder, you know, in the sports team, the the person who's gone the most, Ooh. the member who's been there and, and sat and had the most lattes? I don't know. That's too bold of a statement. I can't. No, I'm not. I'm not willing to to pull that. Although I I will say I have been there since very close to their launch. Mm. I yeah, it was yeah, yeah, and that's okay. You know, if you are, you aren't. That's okay. But someone who's been there from that first cup of coffee right through to today, Mm. the fifth birthday for you, what's been the most exciting part of this beyond journey? Oh, geez. Uh, That is, there's so many things like there's, for me, it's probably too hard to, to like just say one thing, but I think overall, the thing that's just been most exciting for me is to, to see the way in which five years on uh, we're still just as focused as ever on creating a church unchurched people love to attend. We're still just as focused as ever on how do we remove barriers and um, we're still just as focused and we continue to see um, people come to faith or come to church or connect in a group or begin to serve for the first time or begin to give for the first time. Like those are the things that really for me are like what, what I get excited about. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Whoop-de-doo. You have like, you know, 
a night or a morning where there's a whole bunch of people, for me, that doesn't get me as excited as here's a baptism or did you know these people ended up connecting in a group or these yeah. people served for the first time? Like they're those, the things that kind of... Those stories where someone turns up for whatever reason and they just they just came and they decided that today was the day they're going to go to church and the, the right person went up to them and said, hey, how are you going? Tell me about yourself. And they get connected into a group. They get they they enter a relationship personally with Jesus. Like you, you I don't think you can go past those moments in terms of highlights. No, but there's some there's some um, just fun things that I I remember that, that stick out to me that are not related to like stories of life change. Uh, I remember the very first Christmas we ever had, and we we're still at Living Faith, and um, some youth, some youth. <laughs> from the some youths uh, had, we didn't realize this at the time, but had been skateboarding through the school and had knocked the power out to, <laughs> to the building. Yeah. And so people had to drive their cars around where this building was and, and high beam into the church. So we no could way. have our Christmas service. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one before. So there was like, yeah, it was like the team, they were insane. Like people yeah. like were bringing torches from home when they heard about it. And like there was like torch lights lighting up the front and people were handed out torches during the service. Like was... And that's how you celebrated first Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was the first, I think it was like the week before because we kind of had, you know, like typically Beyond has like <laughs> Christmas and like New Year's off. Um, yeah. So it was a week before Christmas. But yeah, we celebrated it in the dark. No way. With um, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Murray who oversees all our youth, um, Infinity Youth. It was his car. We like he had like a a light bar on it and like just cranked it up. It was. That's it's really funny to think back of on now. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure there's, I'm sure anyone who's listening who's been a part of the journey for however long has their own stories and versions of the stories. Um, but it is good to just pause and reflect and think back to the starting. Um, you know, the start, I did have a deep dive on, on the, uh, beyond Facebook and Instagram and good to see some of those early photos. Chris, you started beyond church with a ponytail. Is that right? Or is, is there, is the timeline a bit off there? Um, you definitely, no, no I, didn't going have, on. I didn't have a ponytail then. No, I was married. So you're married. Okay. It was a few, yeah, it was around about a year off. I think there from that. Um, but I mean, yeah. lots has changed. There's been a location change down the road to, to yeah. Griffin state school. In fact, I'm actually looking at Griffin State School right now out my window. I've got the best view oh, of good. it. Um, best place in Griffin just to look at the church. It's awesome. So Love that place. Lots has happened since then. Um, so again, in the message, um, we talked. you talked to us through this idea of the main thing yeah. and really keeping the main thing in focus in central. I think we talked a little bit about it, but um, what is the main thing firstly and how do we keep it right in the center of what we're doing at Beyond Church? Yeah. Well, the main thing obviously is Jesus. Um, that's, that's it. Like Jesus and particularly the uh, command or the great commission that Jesus gives um, right at the end of um, Matthew's gospel. It's recorded where Jesus says, Hey, go into all the world and I want you to teach people about me. I want you to lead them to know me and then I want you to baptize them. And so for us um, that that's a commission very much focused on, Hey, who are we reaching? who is the church reaching so for us keeping the main thing the main thing is to focus on who we're who we're continuing to reach yeah and as a yeah. church i think there's there's two parts to that there's the people we're meeting uh and reaching as a church 
and there's the people we're meet, uh, meeting and reaching in our own lives. And so yeah. our church, I think the really special thing about Beyond, and we've chatted extensively about this, Chris, is that mm. our organization is, is centered around having a new person come along. So we, we do everything behind the scenes to go, okay, and we haven't got it, we haven't got it down yet, but we, we do hope that, that we can just learn to love people so well that when they come in for the first time, they just feel so welcomed. Um, but the second part of that is our own personal lives. There, there's people that we work with. There's people that we walk past every morning as we get out uh, to go to the park or what are we doing? It's people we're playing sport with. And, and there's a, a commission on our lives to, to keep that central to say, Hey, how do these, how can these people become in relationship or begin to have a relationship with Jesus? Um, and so the church thing, we, we're trying that and we just so encouraging all that, all our wonderful leaders and people who attend beyond church and engage to, to do the same in their life as well. Yeah. And I think like, that's, that's such a uh, helpful distinction that you kind of highlighted there, Locke. And the other thing that I, I would say, particularly if someone's listening and maybe they're new and so they haven't heard us talk about this um, before is like often um, people kind of go, Oh, well, well, you're so focused on who you're reaching. What about the people who are Christians though? And <clears throat> For me, I actually think, and we've spoken about this, that when you actually are focused on who you're reaching, you actually follow Jesus in that because Jesus was very concerned about, like you just read his life, he was always hanging out and spending time with people who were tax collectors and sinners, mm-hmm. always hanging out with those sorts of people. Jesus was always told story, you know, the parables about yeah. the lost coin, the lost sheep, the lost son. And so it's in actually reorientating our lives around the things that break God's heart that we actually begin to follow Jesus more because we can't follow Jesus until we pursue the things that break his heart. Um, So focusing on who you're reaching forces you and challenges you to kind of go, well, hang on, who am I talking to that isn't Jesus? Because Jesus was talking to people that weren't like him. The equivalent of roosters supporters. Is that right, Chris? I'm not a very rugby person. I can't I say what, that, can I? I, I don't reaching know. Reaching the that... people, the unlovables. Oh, yeah. Roosters are, yeah, man. Yeah, Roosters okay, are cool. in there as well. Yeah. yeah. I've only watched my first few games of rugby league during isolation. So just excuse me. I don't know the lingo and the, the teams too well. <laughs> uh, but they're definitely not the Broncos supporters. Is that right? Uh, no, definitely not the Broncos supporters. <laughs> I think, actually, I have a little bit of a story because. Um, when I first arrived at Beyond, things were very different to the way I'd seen church done and then seeing a bit more of the behind the scenes and the reasons why it helped me. But I, I am one of the hosts at Beyond. So when, um, when everyone, you know, the band plays their first song and then, uh, you know, rock up there with the microphone and, and we, every week we make a big deal to say, Hey, um, you know, the toilets are at the back. If this is your first time here, this is exactly what the service is going to look like. And after I did it about four or five times, I thought, gee, I'm just saying the same thing every week. You know, like it feels, it doesn't feel creative. Um, it just doesn't like whatever. It feels like surely everyone knows where the toilets are. Um, I don't need to keep saying that. But then, then one week I wasn't on the hosting. I was just, you know, in the, in the crowd and I brought a friend along and watching her um, just watching the stage and as if they were talking to her, they were saying, Hey, if this is your first time here, I'm looking at you. If this is your first time here, that's this, this is what's going to go next. This is where the toilets are. Go grab yourself a, a drink of water, or a snake over here. Um, and to know that like that person was just being looked after in that setting, it may, it renewed my energy and focus to go, okay, 
all right, yeah, I know that when they're telling, they're not telling me where the toilets are. For the person who hasn't been here, the person who's already made a massive leap, who is uncomfortable by the fact of being in a church to make them feel comfortable. And so, yes, it's not like a lot of the stuff isn't orientated towards me, but when you understand why you go, oh, well, of course, it just makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it takes a little bit to adjust. But again, the main thing pointing people to Jesus is, is incredible when it does happen. And those are all these little things that we probably don't think about as Jesus followers that make a difference. Like, cause you know, if you walk into a, sh- uh, into a restaurant and you're having dinner and you think to yourself, like, where's the toilets? Like they're not clearly signed. I don't know where to go. It feels uncomfortable. And then you have to like, try and get the waiter's attention. Like, excuse me. Can you like trying to like, while they're walking around or before COVID when they used to go to restaurants. Um, I remember those days. Like, yeah. And that's the same thing as it is like, we just want to make unchurched people feel as welcome as possible in all the different environments. And sometimes, and that, that like stuff is so easy and so simple. Mm. Um, but we often forget it. And I think in doing those things, you actually, like you said, renew and remind yourself who Jesus is absolutely laser focused on reaching and it's people who don't know him. Yeah. And it's funny watching people cross over from it being for them. So we're doing all this stuff for them. So when they make the jump to do it for the next people that are coming through and it's almost, it almost happens instantly. There's a week where they go, okay, this was for me. And now I'm going to jump on the other side and help other people to get where I am. Um, it, it maybe isn't instantly, but it feels in that there's a, there's a switch where it goes, uh, yep, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to swap. I'm swapping roles. I'm jumping on. I'm helping people because this has helped my life. Yep. And we've got this great season goal and we've kind of already talked about it a bit. Um, our season goal, we, we break our year into seasons. We have a focus for, is it three months? Then we have a month off three months. Yeah. Yep. So for the next three months, we're going to be focusing on one big thing and that is, um, pointing people to Jesus. Did I get that right? I think it is. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. We're pointing people to Jesus. Look, that's our kind of church goal. We're never going to stop doing that, but specifically for this season, we're going to point people to Jesus. So Chris, how can I, as an individual, Lockie, or whoever's listening or watching, how can they point people to Jesus this season? Yeah, and and it seems odd, right, that we would have this as a goal or our big thematic goal for the season because, like, oh, isn't that what the church is supposed to do all the time? <laughs> but we really wanted to just spend the next season focusing on this because uh, so much has changed in the last three months. And for a lot of people... Uh, when there's no physical event on a Sunday, whether that's in the morning or the evening, uh, there can be this like, oh, well, I guess I guess I put my feet up and kick back and relax. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. Like the church was never about a building. The mm. church has always been a movement. And so for us, it's, it's more about taking an opportunity to remind and reflect and um, kind of make it now more than ever that we actually point people to Jesus through the way we live. Yeah. And wow. um so a lot of that is like, I got really, really practical in the message and I just sort of said, Hey, things like, which we, which sounds so weird, uh, liking, commenting, sharing social media content. Like, um, we are, that's where people are spending a lot of their time at the moment on social. It's where people are spending a lot of their time before, but the church is just now there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but liking, commenting and subscribe, uh, sharing that sort of stuff when you think of someone's name who like oh wow this series might be helpful for them this might impact them instead of inviting them to church why not just share the message with them or share the podcast with them afterwards and say hey uh, you you might really like this you know if there's some content that comes out that's helpful Mm. it addresses a question maybe someone's been asking you kind of go oh 
hey, you should, you should watch this little clip. Like it, it might be helpful for you. Um, yeah. And the, the barrier to do that is so much smaller. Like back in the day, <laughs> pre-COVID, it was like, hey, come, you know, make sure you do your hair, do your makeup, come out to this event. It's like, no, no, everything is now like you can just access it. If you don't like it, turn it off after a minute kind of thing. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It's the, the access of it is insane at the moment. And we hope to continue in that, really, in that way, really. And we're trying to, we, we are um, again, creating more content that's hopefully more shareable, like the podcast and um, like Beyond at Home. And, you know, there's the, um, the Coffee with Chris segments where we just kind of really quickly are answering questions around certain topics and, and all that so that you can really quickly just kind of like you would a TikTok or like you would a, a post or, a, you know, um, a meme on Instagram. You can just share it with someone and go, hey, I, I thought of you when I watched this. It yeah. might be helpful. Um, We're going to go TikTok famous, Chris. You, are we? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I, I haven't created it. I haven't created a TikTok yet, but maybe I should. Something's going to happen. Something yeah. one day, one day. Maybe, maybe let us know Good if point. you think I should create a TikTok. I don't know. If I, I don't know. I'm so it. curious as to what you would post. I'm curious too. Yeah. I'll give you a challenge next this time next week. You you don't have to post them. You just got to create them, and then you can show me a week's worth of your drafts. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can draft them and then not post them. Yeah, there you go. Okay, you can have a right. have you know dip your toe in the water. I can have a back catalog that's not exactly. Out. Yeah, okay, all right. That's great. But again, pointing people to Jesus. Um, yes, there's the whole social media thing, but we still. We still get to love our neighbors. We still get to, um, you know, it's people, I don't think people realize how unspiritual sometimes it can be to spiritually bless someone. Like, you know, you think, um, oh, if I wanted to show people who Jesus was, I'd need to go up to a stranger or go up to my friend and ask if I can pray for them. That's sometimes we can, we do that, but we could also buy a coffee for someone. Um, yeah. And that's uh, unspiritual, but you, ne- you never know the, the impact of those, those little things that we can do with, uh, with a genuine heart to say, hey, thinking of you. Um, and we know, you know, we don't have to say, Jesus loves you, remember that. Um, but we, we get to do it over the course of a relationship, not just a moment. We, we don't, if we don't tell someone that, that God loves them in the moment, we haven't lost them. We, 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 we're talking about our neighbors, the people we live next to people we work with every day, the people we play footy with every Thursday. It's not this one-time opportunity. We get, we get this lifetime and, and, and these relationships to do that. Um, but also we've got to be active in that. So, you know, there's a tension of like, do it now, but also like, Hey, you know, don't just, just love, love really well. What, what I would say is, is like intentionally invest. So Jesus, if you look at Jesus's life, Jesus was very, very, deliberate and intentionally investing in the lives of those people around him. Yes. There were really times good. where Jesus seemed to walk in and do something special um, for one person in a moment. But if you look at his life, he was very, very deliberate about intentionally investing. And so what I would say to people who are Christians is who are the people, the one to three, one to three people that you are intentionally investing mm-hmm. in for them to know Jesus. And that, that can mean that you're praying for them every single day. Yeah, that's good. That that's you are just showing up when they need you. Um, that you're an ear to like listen or chat to when life isn't going. That you're just a friend to them. Because I think we have this misconception that the second we become a Christian, Jesus stops investing in us. Yeah. And that couldn't be further. Like Jesus doesn't kind of go, oh, you're a Christian. 
on your own. See ya. Yeah. Like Jesus constantly is investing and in giving his Holy spirit to us and moving yeah, yeah. in our lives. Once we become a follower. So we should be investing and not thinking like, Oh my goodness. Like they haven't come to faith yet. Like that's an yeah. ego trip. First of all, like we don't, we don't win people to faith. Mm. That's, that's Jesus. that does that. It's the Holy spirit that does that. Our role is to just invest. And yeah, I've got this great resource. Uh, and it says, it's like missional habits, like how to, how to reach people in your, in your life. And the thing it also talks about is uh, I think one of them is like bless three people in a week. Um, so bless, you know, whatever that looks like a nice text or an email or, or buy someone a gift or something like that. But it says one person who's not from your church, who doesn't know Jesus, one person from church and one from yep. either of those. Like we, we also, you don't have to go out and become this insane um, missionary person. Who's like out, out there in the world. Like, we get to foster and harbor our own community as well and do that as a team reaching people. And so one thing about like church and I think, you know, it's, we, we, we can have our groups and our friendship groups and the connect groups. Um, and we get to enjoy that time, but it's more enjoyable when we're constantly inviting people into that. Um, you know, yeah. you're not saying you have to, you've got your, your, your people who you like hanging out with. You don't just have to invite your random people into that. However, margin and space to invest in new people, um, to invest in people who don't have those relationships, who don't know Jesus, I promise you it will be rewarding. It's going to be, it might be an awkward transition to start including more people into your life. Um, but when, when people make a decision for Jesus, when they go, yes, I believe uh, it, it is worth it. I promise it's, it's an incredible moment. And I do say this a lot. Um, so if, the, if this is the first time you've heard me say this, you'll probably think I'm blunt. It's because it is. <laughs> um, if you're a Christian and you don't have friends, who aren't Christians, like you need to get some more friends. Like, come on, just, you need to make some more friends. Like, and that's yeah. like, just look at Jesus's life. Um, if you want a reason or a model to do that. So yeah, it's a good word. Love. Yeah. Make some more friends, be intentional, <laughs> go out, invest a uh, great word, invest in people. Um, that is an incredible, incredible thing that we can do right now where we are. That's the four questions, four questions of the church of the season of beyond of the five years. Um, I think we covered some really good ground there. If this yep. is your first time, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we do this every week. Uh, we, we have our, you know, beyond at home, we, we unpack the message further in a really applicable way. We hope that if you're not from beyond, you've learned a bit more about our organization. Maybe you've got some questions. Um, always, always love getting questions in Chris. I think that's probably one of your favorite things is just talking to people, um, telling people and how, and, and empowering them to, um, to to make change in their own kind of communities so the the aussie church leaders podcast is the perfect place for that if you want just some more yep or you can just hit me up on instagram that's probably the even easiest way just tag him in an instagram story he'll post it you know just getting a feature on the the podlix instagram is one of the the highlights of my my days not that it's a daily thing um i just love i just love chatting to people so yep hit me up on instagram that's probably the easiest way awesome uh, I don't think, is there anything else you want to say apart from celebrating this fifth birthday um, and being very exciting? No, it just is super exciting. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for all the people that uh, call beyond home and continue to invest in the mm. mission and, and vision that we have. Cause uh, without, without those people um, and then without you, it wouldn't be um, beyond wouldn't be able to turn five. So that's awesome. Well, we'll be back for the 10th birthday, the 15th, the yeah. 20th. Come on. We'll be, we'll be here. Um, until then can't wait exciting stuff is going to happen thank you so much Um, if you can like share subscribe whatever it is that you can do to help 
get this message out there to get the, the future ones to get beyond at home um, into other people's homes that would be awesome but apart from that I think that's it we're going to wrap up and we'll see you next week Well, hey, thanks for listening to another episode of the Beyond the Message podcast. We are so thankful that you're supporting this. And if this is your first time tuning in, thank you. Um, if you liked it, share it with a friend um, and, and really get around the comments and the subscription and the liking of it all. We really appreciate your help in getting this message out there. If you want to know more about Beyond, check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, or our website. We've also got more messages and videos on our social media, so it should be really good. Apart from that, that is it. We're taking a break next week, but we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of this podcast. See you later.